0: I was left off, myself and Razor were in a bit of trouble. It all started when I went out for a pint and met up with a fetching hedge witch on a date nap. But the next morning.
1: Valentine, are you up? Muffin Hugger! <laughs> <laughs> Valentine, you're a puppet! We need help! Call Razor!
2: Valentine, you're a puppet I know <laughs> Let's talk to Anne
3: Valentine,
1: you're a I know As far as I can tell, someone stolen your body and all its magic, leaving you in this tiny body. I'm going to find them and n- n- n-
2: knit them a
1: sweater. It looks like your body is at Devon Elementary. Risa, let's go.
4: Valentine. This ain't good. When we got together last night, you said you wanted a change. Now you've changed and I've got your magic. I think you need a change, too! There you go! Two cute little puppets! Into the basket with you! Ta-ta! Shush, Valentine!
0: So that's where we're at now! Stop
2: shoving! You stop shoving, you piece of sh sh you are a Ding-dong! <laughs> Shush! One, two, three! Okay, no one's around. Let's make a break for it. Uh, Valentine, what's that sound?
0: I'm about to tell Reza there's no sound, but that's when I hear it. Friends, I hope you never hear anything like it in your waking life. A horrible scraping, squeaking and shuffling, slowly inching toward us from all corners of the room. There's no way we can make it to the door without running into the source of those cursed noises. Then we see them, and it's even more horrible than I imagined. Ash in hells. with us, Ben.
1: We'll have tea parties. I can do the fair girl's makeup. I used to be beautiful. Let me make you beautiful, too. Valentine, if you have a plan, I suggest we put it in action.
2: Hey, folks, welcome.
0: We can have some honey and cuddle up together.
2: Did that stuffed bear just come out of the bathroom and hit on us? I seriously don't want to know.
0: The teddy bear waddles towards Risa, dripping with I don't even want to know what. Razor dodges its waterlogged hug and responds with a quick slug to the bear's face.
2: Ha! But I'm cute and I can still kick Booty. Wait, Booty? Ah. That was not very nice. Oh, now I'll have to reshape my face. Slag it!
0: I call up whatever magic Rochelle left me with. A snowball plops into existence at my feet i throw the snowball up and down for a moment, this is going to have to be one hells of a shot. Hi, friend, no snowball
2: fighting on school grounds. Yeah, you could put someone's eye out. Don't worry, friends, I promise I ain't going at you. Risa,
4: get ready. What
2: were you trying to do? I was, uh... I was gonna knock out the lights so we could escape in the confusion, wouldn't I?
4: Here,
2: allow me Hey! Let go of me! it gotta build this some is not, not... Hey there, Get the lights! Back to your pawn, Ducky Goodbye, dolly. Ow. Ow! 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 That's one problem taken care of. Get out of here. I think there! Lost and found! Come on! Oh gross! That smells like shh like someone had an accident and needs a hug. At least you're not the one digging through it! Hooray! Just what we need! A trench coat? Really? Right into the two kids in a trench coat routine? Would you rather go back and wait to have a tea party with a super friendly lady who just wants to share her tea and cookies? No, <laughs> what? Good enough. Okay, I'll be the eyes, you be the feet. Let me up on your shoulders. Fine. Okay, rotate 45 degrees to the left and start walking. <laughs> Valentine! Come play with us! Play with us into eternity! Mwah. Let's put a little hustle in that walk! We're out in the hallway now! Rotate 135 degrees to the left! And go! I see the exit coming up!
0: HALT! The Great Witch! First of our classroom! Mother's office! Says we can't let any puppets leave!
2: That's right, puppet! I'm not a puppet! Wait! Wait! How do
3: we know you're not a puppet?
2: Oh, well, I guess... If they say they're not puppets, then I guess they aren't. It's good to trust people.
3: That sounds about right. Sorry, Fred. You can pass. You're too,
2: friend. Oh, Oh, did your legs just call me... ...friend? Those legs don't know when to shut up! See ya! Bye, leg friend! Hey, Leg friends forever! Yeah, leg friends, you creepy blighter!
0: We run as quick as we can for the parking lot. I'm hoping her chopper and her super shotgun aren't magicked. No. Reza's bike is now transformed into a child's version of her Hellion chopper. Her custom gas tank with a picture of my ex on it is now a pretty red bird. Flame stickers adorn the bike everywhere. The weapons are all felt. It would be funny if the situation weren't so dire.
2: When I get my real body back, your hedge girlfriend is going to pay dearly for this. There's a bus pass in the coat. Let's take some public transport. My tax dollars in action. A bus pass? How convenient is Wait. You pay taxes? Since when?
0: We make a break for the bus island at the 15th Avenue stop. The driver looks curiously at the pair of us as we board. Two puppets in a trench coat.
4: Comic Con.
0: Sure, kid. Nice costume. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Take a seat.
2: Alright, so now Rochelle's got my magic and your ferret body. This ain't good. Why can I feel my hair? The puppet life. Strange, isn't it? So officially in it. We're gonna need help. And when you need help, go and ask an adult you can trust. What am I saying? Ah. I know where we gotta go. Can you tell me how to get how to get to Victoria Avenue? Oh catch up, this is getting worse! If we don't get back to our real bodies soon, I'm afraid we may be permanently stuffed!
0: A high school kid is sitting across from us, about to bite into a bumbleberry tart. She gives us a strange look. I raise a felt finger to my lips. If I had lips, that is.
2: Shh. We're doing one of those fey tube stunts.
0: The kid screws up her face even more. I poke at the grinning rat tattoo on my felt arm to see if I can summon up some puppet magic. A spark from my hand shoots across the aisle and zaps the tart out of her hand. The pastry lands in the aisle, writes itself somehow, shakes off a couple of berries and runs for the open door.
2: Come back to bite us in the...
4: That was my lunch.
2: Forget it, kid. Pastry wants to be free.
0: We hop off at Sea Hall. It's my plan to fetch Threadripper from the Accords meeting, but she's already up front with Zero Day. They're glimmered up to look like a couple of punk kids hanging out around the reflecting pool. From the sounds of it, Zero is regaling Thread with tales of meetings past.
1: And I told her she had to give the proposal without using the letter E because the Pixies always dealt that way. And she BOUGHT IT! <coughs> uh, wait, what is... <laughs> <laughs> He's a tiny puppet man and she's gone from Killer parrot to Bill LaFerret!
2: <laughs> <laughs> for Brains here led me right into the lair of a Hedge Witch with some serious
1: magic. Your electro eldritch aura is all cute and whimsical. Thank
2: you, Zero. I've been conjuring up snowballs, rubber chickens, and turning bumbleberry tarts into sentient creatures. Care of that one
1: later. (laughs) (laughs) All this from a hedge witch? I like her style! Zero. She's got all of Valentine's powers. Not just Anne's inked spells, but the abyssal magic that can rip apart the foundation of supernatural creatures.
2: It gets worse. She has a deal going with someone for my powers, and I think it's in If she opens up a portal with my magic, we'll have a horde of abyssals to contend with.
1: Um, this suddenly got much less funny. You think? She also got my buried body. Fine, this isn't funny at all. Geez, one kiss and I'm expected to be all responsible and junk. This is all good and whatnot, but we need to figure out how to... To the right body, you're gonna get locked in there. Yeah, saw evidence of that in the classroom of the
2: dead. Don't d- 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 special. So how do we deal with a hedge witch who's now got mind magic and a shifter body for hand-to-hand combat?
1: Hmm. A hey, thread. You thinking what I'm thinking? I do <gasps> Oh yeah, totally. The fairy gate shuffle. What in the ten fluffy gerbils is that? Ten fluffy gerbils? I'll explain. But I can promise you, Felty, it's gonna be awesome. Can you please go back to
2: calling me Wobbly?
0: An hour later, I stand in front of the elementary school of elemental evil. Zero is giving me my body back. In a manner of speaking. It's an illusion. One sharp spell will pop it like a water balloon but I'm hoping it'll throw Rochelle off balance long enough for... Whatever Zero's got planned. I adjust my duster once more, enjoying being back to my regular height. Zero's voice chirps over my earpiece.
1: Remember Wobbles, you just need to distract her.
0: I got the plan. Sort of.
2: I bet it's going to be a doozy!
0: I enter the school and head towards the same creepy kid's classroom as before and call up a fireball in my hand. The singing kids begin calling from the classroom once more. Bring around the rosy a pocket full of
2: posies. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. If we survive, in this
0: place now. North had a school. Let's just
2: say I grew up in an era where girls were supposed to be seen and not heard. And I had a very, very loud voice.
0: No kidding. Flag said you two are the old guard. How old? You know how we say
2: that in a fight between pirates and ninjas, pirates always win?
0: Yeah.
2: And I was the reason?
0: Good one. <laughs> oh, you're serious? Okay, I'm about to enter the classroom. Wish me luck.
1: You're gonna need it. Zero. I mean, when have you ever needed luck? You're so wise and strong and you totally don't smell like an abandoned cigar store where all the neighborhood cats go to pee. I never once said that about you to all your friends. Zero.
4: Naughty Finn, you know you shouldn't have your magic back. Were you snooping through my naughty place?
0: Thanks, got enough of that last night.
4: I think we have different definitions of enough.
0: Nah, Rochelle. Anne was able to break the hold and zap me back to my body. Magics are back too, so how about you return Reza's void body from wherever you dumped it, and we'll call it even.
4: Liars are bad people, Finn. And you're a really bad liar, which makes you bad at being bad. That isn't your body.
0: She reaches into her bright fuzzy sweater and pulls out a pair of bleeding crystals on a silver chain. One's red, the other's a bright pink. Ah oh, cripes. I launch a fireball at Rochelle. She makes no effort to dodge. The orb passes through her, sputtering flame against the blackboard. She smiles and waves a finger back and forth at me. The creepy stuffed animals around the room are doing the same thing. Because of course they are. Rochelle launches herself at me with a speed that matches Reza at her best. I'm suddenly lifted in the air. Rochelle gives me a shake like she's unfurling a poster and the illusion peels away, so much for keeping her off balance. Oh no! <laughs> the passengers in my duster fall to the floor. Reza in her puppet form and Ripper, glamoured down to an even smaller form for the occasion. Fred tosses a spell at her. The magic bounces off effortlessly. Reza launches herself at the witch's leg with all the ferocity a puppet can muster. This is going great.
4: Poor, poor Finn. What did you hope to do with this little stunt? You were playing a game you couldn't hope to win. Stuffing and stuffing and stuffing, stuffing. Stuff 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 what was that, Finn? You know good puppets speak clearly. Wasn't planning on winning,
2: love. Just running the clock out. It's one thing to call my own magic up, it's another to have a tech pixie setting up a ritual when you focused on me.
1: Hey, lady. Nobody picks on Wiggly but me.
0: Oof. A massive blast of green light throws Rochelle through the window. I'm carried along with her. Fredripper picks up Stuffed Reza and flies after us.
4: Is that Zero Day, Hound of the Tech Pixies? I thought you displayed better manners. Let's see if the Inked Goddess's magic can put you in a time out. Wow, that's a good try. What? How did you get over there?
1: Wow, rude. Hey, discount day's magic, I'm over here! Stand still! (laughs) Why would I do that when annoying you is so much fun?
0: (laughs) Rochelle, looking like her composure is officially out the window, unleashes a scream that hurls inked feathers in every direction. One stray feather manages to clip the pixie, knocking Zero to the earth. She seethes bile and rage at Zero and begins to laugh.
4: Fine. You want to be naughty, Zero Day? How about I use Valentine's true magic? Let's see how naughty you act when I'm flaying the skin from your bones.
1: Your mother was a chia pet and your daddy was a pet rock. (laughs)
0: Zero Day grins, calling his tech magic up in a wall. Rochelle opens her mouth, unleashing a boiling nest of abyssal magic. The words skitter down her body, dropping to the grass and turning it dead at her feet. She grabs her throat, choking as she falls to her knees.
1: What? (coughs) What did you do? (coughs) Why would I do anything, Dimestore? I just had to wait until you got angry enough to use Valentine's true magic. Abyssal energy is a poison on this plane. It corrupts everything it touches, including its vessel. Honestly, it's magic one-on-one. That's why Valentine uses Anzinc. Even he can barely contain those energies, and he was born with it. You know, you should thank me. Performing an abyssal ritual for your client would have dusted you. Bet you didn't realize that, huh? And now for a zero day special.
0: Ka-boom. Zero makes a small gesture with one hand and the two crystals around Rochelle's neck begin to float mid-air. The tech pixie snaps his fingers and both crystals explode. I see the abyssal shadows bleed forth from one crystal, alongside Anne's tattoos. I sigh as I get ready for what's likely going to suck. The magic slams into me with all the grace and subtlety of the time I asked Reza to teach me how to box. It feels like someone tried to seal a nuke back into me with Scotch tape. I fall to my knees, cursing as I grab my sides in pain.
3: My ribs hurt
0: even worse than that one time I- Wait, I have ribs again? Not just stuffing? I reach up to my face and feel actual skin, not just felt. Reza slowly gets to her feet, flexing her hands as she pulls her void body straight through her.
3: <laughs> Round to you happy tree wench. I'm not
4: out of lessons yet, you little snots. I have an indexed three ring binder of pain for you, and it's alphabetized.
0: Rochelle makes a wiggly gesture with her hands. Just as we brace for whatever she's got coming, she seizes up. Her arms snap to her sides like an invisible rope is tightened around her body. A woman in a blue duster and a pair of reflecting sunglasses is standing by Rochelle. I don't need my true sight to see magic emanating from her. She gives us a friendly wave, then turns her attention to her prisoner.
3: Hi, Rochelle. Long time and all that. You know what? I think everyone here has learned their lesson. Don't you agree? How?
0: The woman lowers her glasses. One green eye and one blue eye with an unearthly glow to it. Never seen a street magician with that trick. I'm not gonna lie. It's kinda hot.
3: You aren't gonna bind Valentine any anymore with that trick, which... Or any trick. By my sister's soul, your days as a hedge witch are done.
0: Rochelle is frozen, but a look of terror is playing across her face. She's seeing something we aren't privy to. She unleashes a wail of anguish and topples to the ground, sobbing. The woman pulls her sunglasses up. I fish an inspiration out of in my pack.
3: The hedge witch is out of place, sister. You can stand down.
1: Uh,. You got an imaginary sister there?
3: <laughs> not so imaginary to the Hedge Witch.
1: Hmm. Huh. Oh, neat! You've got two overlapping auras. I've never seen a human with that trick.
3: You must be Zero Day. How do the pixies? I'm Eris. It's an honor to meet you. <laughs> of course it is. I
1: mean, likewise.
0: Thanks for... <clears throat> well, that's an unexpected side effect. Thanks for the save. You aren't exactly part of the Street Magician Regulars, are you?
3: I don't exactly travel in your circle, Hound of the Magicians.
0: Hound? I'm no Hound of anything, love.
3: (laughs) That's not what I've heard.
0: I knew those novelty business cards were a bad idea.
3: Always ready with a quip, you are. A little irritating, but cute all the same.
0: So what do I owe your sudden and very helpful appearance to? Can't help but think it's convenient.
3: I was passing through town, visiting friends and family, stopping an apocalypse. The usual. A pitched magic battle a few blocks from Leopold's Tavern. Not hard to miss. Try to keep a better eye on your magic, Valentine.
0: Cheers to that.
3: There's a beer and a plate of poutine I need to get back to. I'm in town for a bit. I'm sure we'll see you around. We... That's a story for another time. Maybe over a drink.
0: Uh, uh, well, yeah.
3: Smooth. Take care, Hound of the Magicians.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, t- t- take, take care.
3: That was the most embarrassing
2: thing I've ever seen. And I was there when King Canute tried to boss the ocean around. At least you don't sound like a flump factory anymore.
0: You'll be the embarrassed one when I drink you under the table at the last round.
2: That's what I'm talking about! Drinks at the last round. Come on, Drunky Pan. Let's celebrate having a stomach again. You have been listening to the Graveyard Tapes Fistful of Felt, Part 2. Written by Dustin Gray. Adapted for radio by Aidan Morgan. Edited by Angela Dumalag, James Nichols, and Nikki Ewart. Engineered and produced by Miguel Diaz III, with the voices of Chase Hunter as Valentine, Caitlin Sinnott as Rizzo, Rick the Whitebird as Threadripper, Angela Dumalike as Zero Day, Christine Barley as Rochelle, and the Kid on the Bus.
0: I forgot about you, didn't you?